am Evan Mark Katz, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You podcast, where you'll learn how to operate from a place of confidence and make better choices with men. When we're done, I'll let you know how you could apply to Love You to create a passionate relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Hey, this is Evan Mark Katz. Welcome back to Love Splaining. I am really excited for today's episode, probably just because I'm in great spirits. In the past week, we had a Love You engagement. I had a client graduate after six months of working together who's in an amazing relationship with a divorced man with three kids. On our group coaching call last night, we had four women announce that she they had new boyfriends. So that positive energy is going to permeate whatever I do. And I hope I get to share some of that with you here today. If you are new here, always we begin these podcasts by thanking you for listening, for sharing this with other people. If you're listening for the first time, please subscribe on Apple. Please subscribe on Spotify. It's absolutely free. And if you have been enjoying our content for a while, um, please leave us a review. Um, it makes a difference and it is great, greatly appreciated by yours truly. If you are on YouTube, click to subscribe as well if you're watching this and ring the bell to get notified when new content comes out. And if you have questions that you want me to tackle in future podcasts or on my Love Splaining Substack, you can just go to evanmarkatz.com forward slash questions, and I will see if I could field your questions in the future. At the end of the conversation today, we'll talk about Love You. So today's podcast is about whether life gets in the way of love. And for most of us, it does, and, and with good reason, life happens regardless of whether you're in love. You're going to have a job. You're going to have friends and family obligations, uh, hobbies, pets, etc. And we could fill ourselves up with so much stuff, and we often do so, especially when we're single, especially post-breakup. We, we have a hole in our heart, and we fill it up with things that we enjoy more than being in a crappy relationship. But then it tends to crowd other things out. And so I was thinking of a client today. Sorry, the black turtleneck is itching me today. Uh, the client who actually just graduated from Love You, the one who has a boyfriend, she was telling me a story, which I'll, I'll tell you while keeping her anonymous. Uh, she was recently dealing with the passing of her father. She is, she is in her late 40s. She is a CEO, not a CEO like I'm a CEO of my own small company. She's a CEO of like a, a real company stocks, you know, employees, like it's a lot. It's a really demanding job, a lot of responsibility, travel, shareholders, meetings, you know, tech, it's a lot. And so she's got this really big, important job. And as I mentioned earlier, she's dating a divorced man who has three children. And they both noticed that their lives were really big. Right? They, they each had their own gravitational pull. Even without a partner, their lives are super busy. But what they've both endeavored to do in that relationship is to always prioritize the relationship. The relationship doesn't take a back seat. And so they both feel like priorities even when she has to travel for work, even when he is on kid duty on the alternate weeks when he's responsible for them full time and his wife is off, his ex-wife is off. They never forget to prioritize each other, to text multiple times a day, to talk every night, to look at their calendars 
And if they can't get together for two weeks to put something on the books where they could have their own date night and she can come to him where he's with his kids at the soccer game. And they've done just an amazing job of making their relationship a priority in spite of the fact that both their lives are big and full and chaotic. And that's usually where relationships fall down, whether it's you're the one who's doing it or he's the one who's doing it. Right. The relationship becomes like the fifth thing. Oh, my God, I got so much else to do. And then the relationship loses oxygen. Right. Or so a garden that's not watered all because we take the relationship for granted that it's going to be there. And it's the thing that we do when the deck is completely clear. And relationships can't be a thing that you do only when the deck is clear. Relationships are a day to day obligation. And I think of my marriage. And again, I'm one of the most fortunate people on the planet. I I work from home. I have a wife who's a stay-at-home mom. We have built-in togetherness. And even so, our lives get really busy. I have a lot of responsibilities to you, uh, my listeners, my readers, my, my clients who take up a lot of uh, brain space for me during the hours of 9 to 6.30 or so every day. And my wife is a stay-at-home mom. That is a relentless job where there's folding laundry at 11 o'clock at night and signing permission slips and organizing the carpool and it never ends. Factor in the fact that in our relationship, we're both super extroverted. I don't know if you could tell, but we're both super extroverted. And so in the past three weeks, we've hosted my mom and her partner her brothers, my cousins to a party. We're planning my son's birthday party, which is coming up this coming weekend, his 11th birthday party. Her daughter just told us she wants a bat mitzvah. That's a new thing that's been thrown into the mix. Soccer season started, and that's a, a weekly practice and a weekly game. Both kids are in drama club, daughters in Hebrew school. It is nuts in the cat's household. And we asked for this. This is the life we chose to create. I'm not even complaining about it. It's easy to live in the same household and just be like strangers passing in the night, both of us doing our respective duties. And the next thing you know, you're the couple who hasn't, and again, this is not us, but you're the couple who hasn't had sex for two months, <laughs> right? And neither of you had more than six hours of sleep and you just go to bed and you do your Wordle and you read your Kindle. <laughs> like, and you become the couple who becomes business partners and roommates and you stop being a couple. Now you can't always control your life. These things happen whether you want them to or not. These are the things that happen to you. So how do we take better control and always prioritize the relationship? And it comes from communication, all these relationship cliches, communication and compassion and active listening and patience with each other. I can't get impatient that my wife has taken on a job that doesn't end between the hours of nine and six like I did. I can't lose patience with her because even if we're watching TV, she's she's on her phone texting moms about the next morning's carpool. Right? That is what she's she's taken on. So we make a priority to put ourselves first, to always have a date night and to always have our own lives in addition to that. There's no restriction. There's great freedom in a relationship. I do my bar trivia with my friends, ranked number six in the country, by the way. And my wife has her 
book club. And I do my fantasy football, and she is part of the PTA Moms Who Drink Chardonnay, and we both have our individual lives, and we both have our kids, and we pull together as a couple because that's the only thing that's going to make our relationship work. We can't put that at the bottom of the barrel. A big part of this is choosing people who can and are willing to do this and demonstrate it. There's lots of decent men out there who want a partner who is there for them when they need them, but they don't want to go above and beyond. And you've dated that guy before. I'm not going to say they're bad people. You might say they're bad people, but I don't think they're bad people. I think they're guys who have jobs and alimony, kids, responsibility, right? their own hobbies and passions. And the best thing for them is a girlfriend that comes over Friday night, <laughs> go out for dinner, and you make love, and he could text you during the week, check in on you, out of sight, out of mind. And there's plenty of guys, that's literally all they want you for. And unless you want that relationship, you got to avoid that relationship. And you have to say no, you have to set the boundary and realize this is the relationship he wants to create, <laughs> right? So choosing partners from the very beginning who are bought into the thing that I'm talking about, the thing that I shared with my successful Love You client, two people who really want that integrated partnership. You can't make a guy want that integrated partnership. He has to be there. He has to lead that charge. And how do we avoid those guys? Stay away from guys who only text you every three days. Stay away from guys who after a month are still only seeing you once a week. Stay away from guys who are long distance and high value, low effort relationship is perfect for them. If you want more, you have to continue to raise the bar for what you come to expect from men. Life will get in the way. I want to acknowledge life will get in the way, but a couple that's dedicated to each other can and will find a way to make that work. So choose men from that smaller dating pool and you won't find yourself wasting time with men any longer. Life can always side sideline you. But what you want to do is choose someone whose life is set up for love, not people whose lives because they travel 20 weeks a year, because they work 50 hours a week, because they want their freedom more than they want a partner. Those guys out themselves relatively quickly. Stop choosing those guys. If you're not already on my mailing list, go to evanmarkatz.com, uh, put in your name and email address. Uh, go to my Substack, evanmarkatz.com forward slash Substack. It's called Love Splaining, and I give you free dating and relationship advice in your inbox uh, three times a week. It's really great stuff. I, if I do say so myself, I'm really passionate. I give um, Q&A coaching to people who subscribe to Love Splaining. My name is Evan Marcatz. Thanks for tuning into the Love You podcast. For more episodes like this on YouTube, click the subscribe button, ring the bell, and choose all to get notified when new content comes out. If you're on Apple or Spotify, please leave a written review, which helps to amplify this podcast to other high-achieving women who are ready for love. And if you want a man who makes you feel safe, heard, and understood, go to www.evanmarkatz.com forward slash apply and watch my free video about how you could fix your broken man picker. When you're done, apply to Love You to join other women in a coaching community where you'll gain confidence, raise your standards for what you expect from men, and get the relationship you deserve. I'll see you there. Oh,